Chris Terrell Podcast. I am your host, Chris Terrell. So glad you're here. How's your weight loss journey going? Some of you are new here. Welcome. So glad to have you being a part of the podcast and being part of the group. Some of you are, you've been on your journey for a little bit. You've lost a bunch of weight. Some of you all send me messages and I love getting them. I apologize that I am not able to respond to everybody. I wish I could. I wish I had the time. I really do. But I want you to know, I do read almost every comment. I think I actually do read them all. And I do read every DM and every email that I receive. I just don't have enough hours in the day to respond to them all as much as I wish I could. But thank you for sending them to me. I am so appreciative of it. And to those of you that have been leaving reviews of the podcast on Spotify and Apple Podcasts, thank you so much. It means the world to me that you would take a moment out of your day, give the podcast a rating and review, and help others find it and see, like, you know, maybe I will give this a listen. That's got a bunch of good reviews. And to those of you that share the podcast, thank you. Putting this in front of more people's ears helps me achieve my mission, which is to help as many people as possible experience the joy of weight loss like I have been able to. It has changed my life in, in all the best ways to lose the weight. And not because I lost the weight. It's because of what I had to do to lose the weight. It's because of whom I had to become. It is because of how I had to change my life. You see, before I lost my weight, I was always going for prescriptive style weight loss. You know, prescriptive style weight loss, as I call it, that is where you say, tell me what I got to eat, tell me how I got to move, or more importantly, tell me what I'm not allowed to eat, and I will follow the rules that you have made up for me, and I shall lose the weight. And of course, that never works ever. What I've now learned is it was my lifestyle habits and routines and my systems of belief that made me gain my weight and keep it on and made sure that I couldn't get it off. And it was only once I changed my lifestyle habits and beliefs that I was able to get the weight off. Understand, no matter what diet you follow, unless you change your lifestyle habits and beliefs, you will not get the weight off and keep it off. And I say that with boldness because I know it with certainty. Now, there's something I want to get into, though. Because lifestyle habits and routines are great, but those are created through three other elements, your system of belief, your social and cultural setting, and your environment. And today, on this week's episode, we are going to talk about your social and cultural setting because these play an impact on your journey in ways that you may never have even considered. And I'm going to have some tough conversations in this episode, talk about a couple of things from my own story and to give you some things to think about in yours, in your own life, for your own weight loss journey. But before we get into the topic, a little housekeeping. For those of you that have been around here, you know what I'm about to say. And that is, if you are not in the Facebook group, you need to come join the objectively biased best Facebook group ever, in my humble, biased opinion, because my Facebook group is the best. Such great people in there. Oh my goodness, I love reading the comments that are in that group. There is a link to it in the show notes. And of course, you can find a link to it by going to christerrellcoaching.com, clicking on free content, and you'll find a link to it there. I do also want to mention my books have been opening up as the first of the year rush has died down. And a lot of people are moving out of my initial education phase and moving into the more um, ongoing support. So if you have been thinking about working with me to help you on your weight loss journey, now is a good time to reach out and schedule a discovery call before my books fill up again. If you've been here every week, you've noticed I haven't published it. I haven't really mentioned I'm taking clients. I can only take on so many once. And whenever I fill up, I stop talking about it until my books open up again and they are starting to open up. 
I also am excited to announce that I've got several more group coaching classes coming out. I will be announcing them here on the podcast and I will be publishing that information in the Facebook group and on my website. So make sure you're either in the Facebook group or following the podcast and checking back every Friday to be notified when group coaching comes available should you be interested in joining that. Now, let's get back to it. Let's get to the stuff that you wanted to know. I want to tell you how you can lose a thousand pounds from your life. You might be thinking, I don't have a thousand pounds to lose. I only have like a hundred pounds. If I lost a thousand pounds, I'd be dead. You're right. I'm not talking about a thousand pounds of you. I'm talking about a thousand pounds of those around you. And I'm not talking about you helping people lose weight. I am talking about people in your life. You've heard the story about crabs, right? I've talked about crabs before here, but in case you haven't, I'm going to mention it again. You put one crab in a bucket, it'll just climb right out. You put two crabs in a bucket, well, they'll never get out because the moment one of the crabs starts trying to climb out, the other one will pull it back down, which is why you can just have buckets of crabs and they'll never get out because they'll just keep pulling themselves back down. So I have a question for you. Are you surrounded by crabs? Do you have crabs in your life? If you do, maybe you need to work on those crabs. There's this critical element of success. You have to change your lifestyle habits and routines, and you need to look at your social and cultural setting. As I was mentioning earlier, your social and cultural setting is comprised of people. This is people in your family. This is people in your social life. This is people in your professional life. This is people you just, your acquaintances, as you might say. All of these people play a role in the size of your body. Did you ever think about that? Did it ever dawn on you that other people make it easier or harder for you to gain? weight or lose weight. And sometimes these other people make things hard. And one of the questions that I get asked on a fairly regular basis is what to do about people in your life and people saying, I'm struggling because I'm realizing somebody is not helping me. What do I do? Unfortunately, sometimes for some of you, I think for many of you, For you to truly become your best, you're going to have to cut out toxic people in your life. Or at the minimum, you are going to have to put some strict boundaries around them and only let them talk to you or treat you in certain ways. This is hard. You know, when I look back on my own journey, I remember when I first, uh, I had transferred jobs in the middle of it and people were really excited for me. Many people were very excited, like, oh, look at you, you're losing weight. And it was wonderful. And, and, and people were actually very celebratory with me. Uh, people were very excited. But one of the things I noticed is it almost became as if my success in my own weight loss as time progressed became offensive to them. Every time I said no, it just seemed to piss them off more. And more to the point that honestly, I could no longer eat in the break room with everybody. Because honestly, I couldn't handle, nor did I care to deal with the toxic judgment and the passive aggressive comments being made my way. You know, people would at first say, you know, I'd be like, hey, they're like, hey, you want to, this is so good. Would you like to have some? And I'd be like, no, thank you. Oh, come on, you can have some. I'm like, no, thanks. I'm, you know, I'm losing weight. You know, if I have that, I can't have something later. Oh, come on, one won't hurt. And it's like people would get mad. 
And it was really, it really hurt like a lot because it's like, I thought you were happy for me. And I've, I've heard this story from so many people that I've either worked with directly as clients or people that I've engaged with in direct messages or on social media or even just questions on live streams where people talk about people making it hard for them. I even have an episode of my podcast intended for you to share for those in your life. Because sometimes the people in your life, those closest, those that you can't just cut out, are not helping and they're making it harder. And I want you to understand my heart goes out for you because I did lose people as a result of it. I did have to leave certain lifestyle choices behind for me to have the body that I wanted to have. And with that, I lost some social fabric that I had before. I don't regret it. I don't regret it for a moment. The reward is well worth it. And I promise for you, the reward is worth it too. But it's scary. When you're moving through your life, as you level up yourself, you will, you will find those that are not supportive of you because they will try to tear you down. And look, I don't judge these individuals because they see you moving forward and you're leaving them behind. And who wants to be left behind, right? Who wants to be left alone as you move forward in your own journey to find your greatness, to accomplish the goals and dreams that you've always had? There's nothing wrong for you for wanting that and you deserve it. And you should not have to sacrifice yourself to make somebody else happy. That is not your job. It is not your job to make others happy at your expense. I'm not talking about your kids. I'm not talking about making sacrifices to make your kids' life the best. That's, you, you know that's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about when you at your job or you and your friends and someone says, hey, can you have, I'd like to give you some of this food and you're saying, no, thank you. And they're going like, to try to guilt you. It is not your job to make them feel better when you say no. When you start to feel more self-confident, when you start to care about yourself and love yourself and start to realize you don't need these other people in your life to provide you with the reassurance because you know who you are and you know you are worthy of love no matter what. And you don't have to earn it from others. You either get it or you don't. If they're not going to give it to you, you move on. When you reach that point and you listening right now, you will. I promise. You don't give up. You keep working on yourself. You will reach that point where you know that you don't need them to love yourself. Those people that are used to having control over you and having ownership in your life will not like this. They will not like that you are claiming your own life as your own and taking responsibility and no longer remaining dependent upon them for your life, for your happiness, for your joy, because you have found it within, because you have started pushing yourself. You have discovered you have the ability to hold yourself accountable, to make decisions and stick to them. Because you have proven it to yourself after failure, after failure, and then you fail a little less often and you succeed a little more and a little more and a little more. And before you know it, you wake up one day looking at yourself in the mirror and going, wow, I am proud of you. When you reach that point, you will find out who your true friends are. You will find out who truly cares about you, who will be excited at your change, at you finding your greatness, you will find those people and you will also find the toxic ones. And here's the hard conversation. When you find those toxic people, you have to cut them out. Now, you may not need to go right to cutting them out. 
It might start with you no longer tolerating certain speech. Maybe you just don't go around them very much. On my journey, I started realizing I can't handle gossip. It just irks me, gets under my skin. I've realized being around toxicity, being around gossip, leaves like this toxic sludge on my soul that hangs with me and affects my ability to be my best. And so whenever I'm around it now, I exercise my free will to remove myself from the situation. I'm done trying to control other people. I don't care. If people want to sit around and gossip and talk garbage about other people, that is on them. I feel bad for them that they have such poor self-imagery that they have to tear down others to make themselves feel better. I just remove myself. And I'm going to challenge you to do the same thing. If you're around those that are gossipers, backbiters, guess what? They're saying this stuff about you when you're not around. You don't need them in your life. And this does make a difference on your weight loss because this toxic attitude that surrounds and engulfs these individuals will get on you. It will stick to you. It'll seep in you. And it'll affect the way you see yourself and it'll affect the way you see the world. But when you surround yourself with positivity, with positive people, with happy people, with people that want to bring joy into your life and to theirs and everybody around them, with those that want you to have your dreams, when you are around those people, you will accomplish things you never thought you could. It would be better to be alone than to be with the toxic, nasty people that are out there in this world. And there's a lot of them. A lot of them. Unfortunately, for some of you, these people are in your family. They're people that you can't just cut out. But I heard someone that gave me a very wise piece of advice. You're f- and this doesn't apply to me. So first off, my family that does listen to this, I'm not talking about anybody in my own family. But I think the advice is wise. Your family should not be the worst people in your life. Just because they're family, that doesn't give them a pass to treat you like garbage. That doesn't give them a pass to mistreat you and manipulate you and make you feel bad. Family doesn't get a free pass unless you give them one. And guess what? Your life is a dictatorship, not a democracy. You don't have to let anybody in it that you don't want in it. And it is so hard when you have to enforce that boundary. When you have to make the decision that my life, your life, is better off letting these toxic people go. But guess what will happen? As you begin to remove these toxic people from your life and create space, you'll notice something happens. You'll notice you fill the space with yourself, and more importantly, you will create space in your life for other positive, good people to fill those spaces. If your personal life is full of nothing but just garbage, toxic crabs, there is no space left for the good people to come fill the void, because there is no void. You have to create it first, and then you can fill it. This is a painful, hard process. 
and I am not for one moment going to pretend that it is one that is ever made lightly, cavalierly, or easily for anyone under any circumstances. It is hard. This is an obstacle that will hold many back from achieving their greatness because they just can't bring themselves to find the courage and the will and the strength to remove themselves from those people. But if you can, if you can be one of those people to go up to those in your life who are toxic and say, no more, I will not tolerate this from you. I deserve better. If you can find the will to do that, you will be amazed at what you get. You will be rewarded. If, however, you cannot, I understand that choice. I didn't do it for a while myself. But there were people in my life that I had to let go of. And I mourned the loss. But I had to recognize that it's not my problem. It's not my fault. I cannot control others. I cannot control what another person says. As someone that, you know, makes my living by largely having my life broadcast onto social media, I get a a little bit of hate every now and then. And I have learned. Haters are always going to hate. Assholes are always going to be assholes. And to try to change their nature is an exercise in futility and pointless. And you're spitting in the wind and you're just wasting your precious, valuable life energy on these just toxic people. But understand, you should not. Just cut them out first. I want you to first talk to them. Enforce a boundary. Tell them you will not tolerate it. And then if they cannot respect your boundary, you need to be willing to enforce the boundary, which might mean cutting them out from your life or removing yourself from the situation and losing a thousand pounds of toxic people. You'll mourn. You'll be sad. I know. It'll suck. It'll be hard. But you can do hard things, and it'll be worth it. I promise. This has been a tough episode to talk about. It's one I have been debating about talking about for months, because I've never been exactly sure the best way to convey this message. And I decided that I think the best way to convey it is with boldness. I decided the best way to convey it was the way that I needed to hear it the way that the me of the past would have responded to it. I want you to know something. I don't know you listening. I don't know you. I'd love to. I genuinely do. But I know a few things without having even met you. Because I know myself. I know that I don't have any special traits. I don't. I was blessed with a father to teach me self-belief and the power of your thoughts, and the power of your ability to make happen what you want through perseverance and never giving up. Unfortunately, I did not fully understand all of those lessons until he passed. But I was blessed with that. And my, my goal is to pass these things to you so that you can have them. Because there's nothing special about me. I possess no particular quality that you don't have that has allowed me to have the weight loss and the personal transformation that I wanted. I was just willing to try. 
and to move forward and to never give up on myself. And I know that if you do the same thing, you'll have what you want too. I also know that I used to really struggle with self-love, with self-worth, with believing in myself. I would be paralyzed by the fear of what others might say about me. And if someone were to say something harsh to me, it might cripple me for days, weeks, months, years. And it was only once I realized I deserve self-love regardless of what these other people think. Their opinions are meaningless. And all it takes was for me to choose to not give the toxic haters power. They only have as much power as I give them. And you can do the same thing because you, even though I don't know you, I know that you deserve self-love. You deserve all the best things in the world. You deserve to work hard on your life and to have everything you've always wanted. You don't deserve to have it for free, but you deserve the right to fight for it. And you deserve the right to have cheerleaders rooting you on, celebrating for you when you cross that finish line of your life of whatever the goal is that you want to have. You do not deserve to have the haters, the naysayers, and the people that want to hold you back and hold you down. You do not deserve them. You hold the right to remove them from your life, to block them out, to never see them again. Because you don't need them. You will be better for it. Mourn the loss of what you might have had, but know that when you cut a toxic person out of your life, you have lost nothing. All you have lost was negativity, and you don't need that. All right. I want you to do something good for you this week. Find some way to do something nice for you. Push. Reach for a new height. Talk to a friend you haven't talked to in ages. Go challenge your body. Go challenge your mind. Go have a new experience. Go set a goal that you can accomplish in the week and go accomplish that goal and feel the joy of honoring a commitment you made to yourself because guess what? Even the small ones are rewarding just like the big ones. I want you to do something nice for you. Buy a piece of clothing that makes you feel empowered and strong. Go get that haircut you've been putting off so you can look yourself in the mirror and say, hmm, damn, that haircut looks good. Go clean that house that you've been putting off so that you can sit down and look at your abode and go, I've got a nice place. I am so grateful for this. Go out in this nice spring air for those of us in the Northern Hemisphere and look at the sunshine coming down. Go outside at night and find a full moon and look at it. Go listen to the sounds of the birds. For those of you in the Southern Hemisphere, go enjoy that cool air as it hits your lungs, as the humidity and the heat has been going away. Enjoy and spend time with those who nourish you and make you better. Find someone in your life that makes your life better and tell them thank you. Thank you for being there for me. And if you ever need anything, know that I'm there for you. Tell them that. You will be amazed at what the universe gives you when you go and do these things. I'm going to see you next week because I know you'll be here because I know you ain't given up on yourself and I know you are not done until you have gotten everything that you 
deserve. And I am honored that I can play even a small part in any way in your life to help you accomplish your dreams. Always remember, you can do hard things. And I'll see you next week. (music) 